Want a fresh take on what's going on with the Saints, LSU, the betting world, and the NFL? Then you've picked the right place. Jim Derry has plenty of datitude, and he's ready to tell you the way it is. Well, the way he thinks it is. Where you at, New Orleans? And hello to all my friends, wherever you might be on this warm late October Friday. Welcome to Datitude episode, episode, say that eight times fast, episode number dozen, a dozen, number 12, Friday, October 22nd, 2021. I am Jim Derry. Sports betting writer at The Advocate, Times Picune, and bet.nola.com. Are you ready for our first five-star Friday? Going to spend the show talking about NFL and college picks for the weekend. So we will bring in Conductor Dave in just about 10 minutes for his weekly pick segment. He and I compete against one another for absolutely no prizes whatsoever. Good thing. His color scheme strategy is truly paying off. My logic and trend strategy, in which I spend, oh, a day and a half studying, has left me very mediocre. It hasn't been horrible, but, I mean, Dave is like batting 600 with his color scheme strategy. It makes zero sense. But it's working. Do you care? Uh, let me ask you a question. If something's working, would you rather it work and you have no idea how they came to that conclusion, but it keeps working? Or would you rather someone who spends a crap load of time invested going through defensive ranks, offensive ranks, trends, series history, um, just the overall feel and what he's seen and putting in what, you know, trying to judge what the average general public, all these things into these picks. Would you rather someone who does that or someone says, oh, I like the color green. So I'm going to pick the Eagles this week. But they're right. More than more than the guy who spends all the times right. Which, which one would you rather? I guess I would rather win, right? So anyway, Conductor Dave is coming on, and we'll talk about our records. And I mean, mine's not bad, but it's not as good as his, and it's it's kind of funny. So and he's hilarious. Actually, I think this is probably our best segment yet. So that's coming up. And then after Conductor Dave, we're gonna have the debut of Uncle Big Nick. And our five-star plays for the weekend. Supposed to have Uncle Big Nick on last week. It just didn't work out. We had I had all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, I pretty much delved into what happened there. But we'll have our five-star plays for the weekend. We're going to do things a little differently, too. It's going to be make it fun. Um, so we'll have five picks. You get five points for your five-star, all the way down to one point for your one-star. But we're not just going to, like, just take these picks out of the blue and just give you five picks. We're going to make them different. We're going to give you a teaser. We're going to give you a parlay. We're going to give you an underdog. We're going to give you a favorite. And then our off-road pick, which is something a little different. It can be a prop bet. It can be uh, a half, a bet for a half. It can be a, a team total. Something different. 
And uh, we'll see how that goes. So Uncle Big Nick's quite the character. We're both West Bank, so that'll be our Yaddy segment here on the on Datitude for the week. I know that some of you can't take three days worth of yat. I get that. So uh, we're going to save that for Friday, uh, last segment on Fridays. Uh, he'll be on in about 45 minutes. But uh, let's start off with getting a little personal first. Well, let's get personal segment. Um, you know where I get to you know, let, let you inside of my life for a little bit. You know, you want to get to know your host a little bit, right? So I've had the funk for like almost a week. Actually, it's been a week. It started last Friday night. Um, and I thought I was getting better, and then I feel awful again last night. My throat feels like somebody stuck a balloon in there, blew it up, and then just left me to deal with it. So I woke up this morning. I'm feeling better. And you know it's not going to last, though. I got a game to call tonight. If any of you are interested, Varsity Sports Now, uh, Lakeshore is hosting... Franklinton, their District 8-4A opener. It's hard to believe that prep is into week eight. There's only three regular season weeks left of the prep football season. So I am certain that because I'm feeling better today, because I think I was feeling better yesterday morning too, I'm certain that I'm feeling better today that I won't be able to talk tonight. So if you tune in to Varsity Sports now to see what kind of game I've got, and it sounds like I swallowed a chicken, you'll know why. The other piece of my Let's Get Personal segment is, it, it, this is truly disturbing, okay? Truly disturbing. You ever have one, you know, everybody has their go-to restaurants, right? You might have multiple go-to restaurants. You might have like four or five go-to restaurants. I mean, anybody who knows me or has seen me once or twice in person knows I like to eat, okay? My wife and I both work a ton. So I'm not going to lie, we, we eat out a lot, a lot. I mean, lately it's been more of me going to pick it up and bring it home. Uh, if one of us has time to cook, we do. I mean, my wife works in the food business. She owned um, a restaurant for a long time. She's just an outstanding uh, cook, but she just doesn't have a lot of time to until the weekends. So we eat out a fairly decent amount, probably three four times a week. But you ever have one of the, you know, you have your go-to restaurants. You have your go-to restaurant for seafood. You have your go-to restaurant for Mexican. Whatever. Italian, whatever it, it may be. So we have our go-to restaurant for Mexican. I'm not going to name the place. I don't want to name the place. Okay? If you ask me on the side, I might tell you. But it's, it's a restaurant when they opened, I don't know, five or six years ago. They were phenomenal. It's like, oh, this great new Mexican play. And look, on the North Shore, there's, there's way too many Mexican restaurants, first off. Um, I live in Mandeville, and there's just way too many Mexican restaurants. There, there really are. But you found one or two that you really like. One of the ones that we used to go to that we loved, is the ceiling caved in a couple years ago, and they never reopened. So basically, we only have one that we really, really like. Or used to, anyway. And the last, I'm not kidding, probably ten times. Been there probably ten times. And it's, it's gotten worse every time. It, it's just so sad. You're like, what the heck? I mean, maybe I didn't say what the heck. But what the heck? How, how do you turn from being such a great restaurant into just like, you know, you have, my food was literally piled on top of one another. 
like the three things that come with it, piled on top on top of the Mexican rice to begin with, and it's just like a ball of grease. Isn't that sad? I mean, you wonder what happens. Like, people, do people stop caring? Or, I mean, I guess these days you can also blame it on it's hard to hire somebody or keep personnel. You know, because it does coincident, it coincidence coincidentally. I mean, I can't speak this morning. It's Friday. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it was the food. But it, it times up with the pandemic. It's certainly gotten worse since then. So maybe they're having trouble hiring people or whatever. But I thought it was like a family-type restaurant. And they were all just working there. And who knows? But maybe they don't care as much. Uh, maybe they got too big for their britches because they do... They do have a lot of people that go there. But uh, it's just sad. You know? And I go on and I go on and you people are probably ready to hit the fast forward button. But it's just sad. I mean, it really is. So that's my let's, let's get personal segment. If uh, I mean, maybe I need to find a new Mexican restaurant to go to. We need, we need to find a new go-to. It is what it is. Uh, before we get to the guests, did you guys watch any sports last night? I mean, there was the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? I mean, start off with the ugly in the Tulane Green Wave. Man, I had such high hopes for this team. I really did. I mean, I look, I didn't expect them to go in and beat SMU last night, but uh, you know, you get down fourteen nothing before you even know what's going on. I ended up turning it off. I couldn't watch it anymore. I mean, Tulane came back a little bit, and the next thing I know, it was 24-7, and I'm like, I can't watch this anymore. I put on, um, I had, I have two TVs in the front room. I, I ended up putting the Broncos-Browns game on. That, that was much better, and then baseball on the other TV. I mean, so did you, did you watch the Dodgers-Braves games, uh, the good, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly? The good was certainly baseball and Chris Taylor. Wow. Three homers. Three home runs. I mean, and he had a chance for a fourth. He, they hit, the Dodgers were scoring so many runs that they, he got another chance in the bottom of the eighth, and he hit one foul that was close. I mean, so he almost hit four. And he's playing with Albert Pujols, who hit three of his own one postseason game. That is the record, by the way, in, in baseball. The most home runs in one game in a postseason game is three. And Pujols did it as well. So now, you know, they're together. And it was that was kind of fun. So uh, whether you're a Dodgers fan or a Braves fan or don't care or you bet and you only care about your bet, um, you know, I've talked about how if the Dodgers win, I'm going to make a little money. In fact, if anybody wins but the Braves are going to make a little money. But it's hard to root against Atlanta. I mean, they they just play with heart and they're fun. So, I'm not necessarily rooting against them, but I was kind of hoping the Dodgers would come back and at least make a series out of it, and they have. So, we'll see what happens when that goes back to Atlanta. I believe they play game six in Atlanta on Saturday. If there were game seven, seven it would be Sunday. So, make them sweat a little bit. Make it fun. Let's make it go to a game seven and whatever happens, happens, right? I mean, it's fun. Um, and if you haven't watched any of the series, you should, because it's been one of the better ones as of late. Uh, the Astros, they will play the Red Sox at home. 
they can close out the American League Championship Series, I believe, today against the Red Sox, and uh, they have just been dominating. Uh, they were dominant in game number five, anyway. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. They not necessarily were dominant in game four, controversial strike three that wasn't called. Um, so I guess it wasn't strike three, it was ball two. It should have been strike three, and who knows what would have happened. This, may, this series may be completely different, but neither here nor there. What about the New Orleans Pelicans? Uh, we talked about them a little bit on Wednesday. Um, and, and I stressed the little bit part. I mean, how can we spend a lot of time talking about the Pelicans? I mean, they're, they're depressing. I mean, now Zion, we, we talked about his ordeal and how long he's going to be going because we don't know because the team won't tell us. And maybe they don't have a clue, but they can give you some kind of time frame, right? They, they're not going to give you a real time frame. Don't hold your breath. We'll talk about them a little bit next week. Um, they travel to Chicago tonight to play the Bulls. Tomorrow night they will play the Minnesota Timberwolves, and then they come home and have a four-game homestand, play the T-Wolves in back-to-back game. That's kind of weird. But their homestand next week will be with the Timberwolves, Hawks, Kings, and the New York Knicks, who look pretty good against the Celtics in their first game. Next week, pretty excited also about my guests. We'll have Mike Triplett of ESPN on Monday to preview the Monday night matchup against the Seahawks. And either Monday or Wednesday, I'm not sure which, it kind of depends on what my other plans are with guests because I, I want to make sure we give this man his due. Um, and uh, I also know how long the segment's going to be, so that kind of depends. So either Monday or Wednesday, I'm really I'm honored to have, uh, have on the retiring... President of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, David Baker, will come on. Um, it'll probably be Wednesday. And uh, for those of you saying, how in the holy hell did you get David Baker to come on your show? Well, we have a relationship. Uh, he used to be the commissioner of the Arena Football League, uh, of which I was a beat writer for six years. Um, and uh, just an outstanding person. I mean, he is just, I, I call him the gentle giant, and I'll always call him commissioner. So when he comes on uh, next week, I'll be calling him commissioner. I mean, that's what he'll always be to me, because um, I happen to be covering the AFL during Katrina, and when it was over, we had obviously had a lot of stories of whether the AFL was going to come back to New Orleans, and some of you may not know this, but the first professional event to take place in the city of New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina was the voodoo um, played in New Orleans. And the first major sporting event was Arena Bowl. Uh, I believe it was Arena Bowl number 23. I'd have to go back and look. I think that's what it was. But we had two Arena Bowls in a row here in New Orleans. And that was because of David Baker and Tom Benson. So... That was a wonderful thing. Uh, we'll talk to him a little bit about that. We'll talk about him retiring as president of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, what he plans to do next, um, and just football in general. So I'll ask him. I've had him on a show before. We, you know, I like to ask him about his special moments. Um, and, the, you know, can you imagine going knocking on the door of you're in the Hall of Fame and, and being able to give that news? I mean, there's certain news you like to give, right? 
But can you imagine knocking on some former NFL player's door? He opens the door and you let him know that you're in the Hall of Fame. I can only imagine. So we'll talk about that and he'll give us a few of his uh, vignettes, I guess, um, about that. Here's your reminder, if you want to be a part of this show, if you would like to actually comment or ask a question of Mike Triplett or even David Baker, you can email me at Jr. Uh, nope, that's wrong. At jderry at the... I've had my email changed in the last couple of weeks. At jderry, D-E-R-R-Y, at theadvocate.com. And if you can find me on Twitter, at Jim Derry Jr. Either one of those places... Send me a message, email, tweet at me, whatever, um, and I will get your comment or question on the air here on Datitude. You can listen to this podcast in multiple places, wherever you're listening to right now, obviously. Hit that subscribe button. You can listen to it on bet.nola.com, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, search for Datitude. Make sure to subscribe and find out when the newest episode is out, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, the closer to before noon that we can get it out is when we do it. So that's generally around noon. So, But if you hit the subscribe button, you don't have to guess. You'll know. want to give a shout-out to Caesars Sportsbook, an exclusive partner with us here at The Advocate, The Times, Picune, and bet.nola.com. Word is, now, we don't have to guess anymore. Uh, the news came out that sports books will be opening up uh, at a place near you by November 1st. And the <clears throat> apps will be opening up somewhere around Christmas. So, yes, could be dangerous for some of us. Be careful. Bet responsibly. That is not a joke. Bet responsibly. Don't bet more than you can afford to lose. Um, we do this for fun here on the Datitude podcast and for our shows on bet.nola.com. But seriously, I mean, the one, it took me a long time when I was younger to, to learn this. And, you know, I want my son to enjoy this, this world as well. I really do. But it's about learning how to bet responsibly, right? I mean, I don't bet more than I can afford to lose. I've done dumb things and made dumb bets and tried to chase bad money. But I still don't bet more than I can afford to lose. So if you're going to get into this and have fun with it, make sure you do that. Speaking of not betting more than I can afford to lose, he's not losing anything. Conductor Dave, he has been pretty darn good. Now, last week he was like mediocre, but we both were. It was a weird week. So I'm interested to see how he does this week. And you know what? Let's see how he does this week. Let's get right into it. All aboard! All aboard the Taysom train! Conductor Dave is on the Taysom train! Battered, bruised, concussed, doesn't matter. Conductor Dave is still on the Taysom train. How are you, my friend? 
Come on, ride the train and ride it. Yeah, Quad City DJs in the house. Yes, Tay Tay. I gotta go get that song. Uh, that, that's <laughs> happening. Uh, that should have been the Come on, ride it. Choo choo, ride it. Yes, it's the best jam ever. And as a DJ back in the old days, it was like a six minute song. So it was kind of like, you know, the old rock DJs you put on Led Zeppelin and go to the bathroom. That's what I would do. Put on Quad City DJs and run to the bathroom. It's perfect. Why, why every week do we have TMI on this show? Because it, it's, it's, it's Datitude with TMI. <laughs> data, TM, data TMI. Data TMI. <laughs> with a little choo-choo on the side. It, it's, it's just every Friday. It's exciting. I'm so thrilled to have you back on Friday. You just don't know. And I, I never even told you this, but you're on with um, – Guy, we're calling Uncle Big Nick because uh, he's got datitude. He's going to fill up a pick segment, too. We're, we're calling this Five Star Friday because Ooh. he and I are going to have five-star picks, and he, he's going to probably delve more into the college world than I'm going to delve into. You and I are straight NFL, but, I mean, but still, no matter how good Uncle Big Nick will be, no one will pick NFL games like you pick them. Like jersey colors. And look, I, I was so right. The Oilers kicked some ass, buddy. The Oilers, the Oilers can't be stopped. The Houston Oilers. It just doesn't work. Tennessee Oilers. It doesn't work the same yeah, way. Yeah, it doesn't. Love you, Blue. <laughs> I don't love you, Blue. There's not much about Houston. I mean, look, if you're listening to Houston, you're probably a New Orleans transplant, transplant anyway. I'm not trying to offend anyone, but Houston has, like, Almost no personality. Oh, dude! I literally I went to San Antonio this weekend, and uh, the only great thing I can say about Houston is that their buildings look very pretty. At, at nighttime, the buildings are lit up, and yeah, that's about it. The traffic sucks. The uh, the the uh, I, I don't know. It's not as bumpy as uh, Louisiana uh, interstate roads, but you know, I, I so can't believe traffic. you're going to San so Antonio. I boycotted San Antonio when Coach. What I mean. Uh, Mayor whatever burger was trying to steal the Saints. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, I think I was more, we were all more mad at Tom Benson and, you know, all the refrigerators after Katrina. Don't open Tom Benson inside. <laughs> I couldn't be mad at the old man. Of course I mean, you could. That no, old more... curmudgeon. He was, look, look, Rita, you know, I mean, you know, Gail, she really, she softened him up, man. Gail is the she only did. reason Tom Benson was so uh, enjoyable towards the end of his life because he was a curmudgeon, man. But Gail just softened the old guy up, man. I, I got a quick story, like a quick story. People don't want to hear stories, but I don't care. It's my podcast. I'm going to do whatever I want. Exactly. I got a quick story about Tom Benson. Um, so the first time I ever, like, really met Tom Benson was when I was covering the voodoo for the AFL. Okay, and this oh, is yeah, good times. we had this long interview in in his office one day um, about you know, how he wanted me to promote the Arena Bowl coming to New Orleans. But before then, the, the Voodoo were playing in Orlando in a playoff game, <clears throat> and um, I went up and it was pregame, and I'm on the field, and I'm talking to some Voodoo personnel, and um, I think it was Mike New who said. Oh, well, let me introduce you to to Mr. Benson. And I'm like, okay, sure. And he's coming down and he's like, um, Mike says, This is Jim Derry. He covers the voodoo for us. He's come all the way from New Orleans to cover our playoff game here in Orlando. And you you'd think he'd be like this great 
Oh man, that's great. That's wonderful. He's like, oh, how you doing? Oh, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Here's Mrs. Benson. And leave, <laughs> leaves Gail standing with this guy from the media. She doesn't have a clue who it is. And it literally walks off and couldn't get away from me fast enough. Gail turns around and kind of looks at him and looks back at me. She goes, I apologize for my husband. <laughs> yes, that sounds like her, man. She she so, is just the first lady of New Orleans, man. There's no question. I got to talk to her for a little bit. She is a wonderful woman. And, you know, she's literally a saint. I'm not only mean a New Orleans saint. I just mean... You know, what, she, what she's doing for this community is absolutely outstanding. And uh, we commend Mrs. Benson for sure. Absolutely. And, and, and taking care of the post-life stuff with, with the Saints and the Pelicans, too. And putting the, the whole succession stuff out front and yes. center to make the fans feel better. I mean, man, she, she gets it. I mean, she gets it. She gets New Orleanians. She gets the, the rabid fan base that we are and that we, we constantly worry about the potential loss of another NBA team or the loss of the Saints. We couldn't, we couldn't handle it. And she put our, our, our feelings at ease this early in the process, you know, uh, may she live forever, but you know, I, I, I love that she came out and said, here's the plan. And that's just so awesome. Yeah, it was great. Cause uh, now at least you feel like, I don't think they'll move in my lifetime, but who knows? Uh, I think, I mean, I can't, I don't know. I can't imagine New Orleans about the Saints anymore. Um, you know, it's all we know, but it could happen one day. Who knows? But you got to think for as long as she's here that they'll be here. Let's get to the NFL picks. And it was a mixed mediocre bag of hogwash last week. We were both <laughs> three and three which is a whole hell of a lot better than I was the week before when I went one and five and I let you take the lead. And I wasn't good enough to take it back from you this week. Both went three and three. Sweet. Um, I am 12 and 12 against the spread overall. And your Jersey picking ass is 14 and 10. <laughs> it's kind of disgusting. There's I mean, it really is. There's a method to my madness, Jim Derry. There's a method to the madness. I mean, if I could figure out this method to madness, I'm like, let's see, purple plus green equals brown. So we're going to take Cleveland this week. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know you, what you the need, hell. You need to know your color wheels. Know your color wheels. I mean, Roy man. G. Biv, I ain't. <laughs> you know, or as my five-year-old daughter says, boy G. Riv. Uh, that's what she's been calling. Boy, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. But you're right. I don't know color. I mean, I got enough girls in the house. You'd think I'd be learning color schemes by now, but no. Think. I still suck. I'm Mr. Yeah. Media. Look, you, 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 you set me straight when we were texting earlier before we were recording that I, I didn't realize Seattle could wear their lime green two more times this season. Of course, right. you know, my, the, my method to my madness when they wore that lime green, they ended up losing, so it doesn't matter. But, you know, fortunately, I didn't, they weren't on the docket that day. That's right. You can wear Color Rush three times, which I think is so stupid. Just wear them as many times as you want. What difference does it make? If you like know. those uniforms, and frankly, the Saints have one of the best color rush uniforms on the planet, and they're all white, which is the weirdest thing. And I never thought I would like white on white because the white, the regular white jerseys with the white pants look stupid, in my opinion. But the color rush white on white look pretty damn cool going retro back to the 60s. I think those look great. Yeah, and, and it's so hard to get out grass stains, Jim Derrick. It's so hard. Oh, for God's sake. We'll call Mr. Clean. Maybe he can fix it. Uh, let's get into the picks. We spent enough time BSing long enough. 
And uh, people I will get you 350. Five will, five will most certainly get you more than 10. But by God, we're doing our five. We'll get you 10 segment. Cue the NFL picks music. First pick of the week. Your favorite team on the planet, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, are hosting Justin Fields and the three and three and mediocre Chicago Bears. The Bucks are laying 12 and a half whopping points. Ouch, that's a lot of points there, Papa. Um, man, look, Justin Fields and uh, the Green Bay. I, I mean, they, they lost to Green Bay. I, I just, th- this team is. I, I, Chicago's just just messed up, man. Even getting twelve, I got I got to pick Tampa Bay. I mean, I just I, Justin Fields being able to tuck and run the ball—that's the only thing that gives me pause. That that he might be able to break free out of the pocket or or a, a broken you know uh, coverage, etc. You know that he might be able to squirt free and get some extra first downs or or touchdown. Uh, but he—it's just one guy. He's just one guy. Uh, so I got to pick Tampa, even with them points, man. <laughs> he said <was at> squirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, geez, we have degenerated into a mess. Uh, Justin Fields, he, he's kind of a lukewarm bucket of pig vomit, right? Damn. I wasn't <laughs> I mean, going to. I'm not that hard on him. I mean, you know, I, I actually drafted him and then dumped him. But still, I, I had I've got a little hope for the guy. He's terrible. And I I hate calling guys terrible six weeks into their NFL career. But, I mean, he went to Ohio State. Who's the last good Ohio State quarterback? Oh, God. Uh, You can't think of one, can you? Because there hasn't been one. There hasn't been a good quarterback from Ohio State, and I'm pretty convinced there never will be. Ohio State quarterbacks stink. Justin Fields is not going to do it for the Bears. I never understood that pick uh, moving up to get Justin Fields. But good luck with that. Hey, you're the Bears. You pretty much are garbage on wheels. Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. They, We're they, getting Trubisky. They, Celebrate, <laughs> Chicago. He's, he's a different kind of garbage. <laughs> Justin Fields looks like Kyler Murray compared to Mitch Trubisky. Okay. So that's Dang. a different one. Look, I hate taking Tampa Bay in this spot because Tampa Bay, they're two and four against the spread. Everybody and their mama loves to pick ten- Tampa Bay because of Tom Brady. They always inflate the spread. This spread has actually been coming down. It started at 13 and a half. It was 12 and a half the last look, which is what we're going with. And I'm with you. I'm taking Tampa Bay, even though I hate pewter. <laughs> well, I, I orange orange creamsicle. I don't know. I, I, I man, Coming see, back. look, I, 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 yeah, shoot. All right, well, let's go to the next pick while I Google what color <laughs> uniform they're wearing. All right, it is the Washington football team is traveling to face the red hot Green Bay Packers, who got destroyed in Week One and has looked like an NFL champion ever since. Green Bay is laying nine and a half to the visiting football team. I don't understand the Washington football team. I don't know. I, I don't get this team. I, I don't understand what it is they're doing. But, I mean, Heineke is, you know, I, he ain't looked horrible. I mean, he ain't looked great. But, I mean, 
it is a, such a weird team. Riverboat, Ron, I, I, I don't know, man. It seems like this team could be good, but not really. I, don't, I, I can't wrap my mind around Washington. Uh, but every now and again, they, they come out and decide they want to play a game. Um, uh, it seems like Aaron Rodgers is just, uh, good God, man. There, there must be power in that man bun. Be, maybe it's like Samson. If he cuts his hair, he's going to start losing games. Samson uh, so until it's <laughs> Until he cuts his hair, I'm going to keep going with Green Bay. It's it's based solely on the power of the man bun. Wow, we are we have gone from color schemes to now picking teams because their quarterback is a man bun. Exactly. I mean, there's power in the in the locks of Aaron Rodgers. Apparently, I mean, there's power there. I don't know. I don't know how he's getting it. You know, I so mean, what are you going to do if he cuts it off after Halloween? Didn't you say it was like part of a I mean, Halloween yeah, costume? That, supposedly it's a Halloween costume. So after Halloween, if he cuts it, suck. man, I would never pick on, pick him again, man. He's gonna, they're going to start stinking the joint up. You mark my words, Jim Derry, and all you betters out there. What did you think about him getting the double bird from some lady in Chicago? I think that was beautiful, and then, and then he he owned her back, man. It's just it's just awesome. Uh, <laughs> Did the State Farm you know? double check or whatever the hell they? Call when he it. Yeah, when he ran that ball in and just didn't even miss a beat, does the whole discount double check? I was like, <laughs> man, you know that was in the back of his mind. That is just like just fuel for the man. I mean, look, I, I've been picking on the man bun, but dear sweet baby Jesus, he is just crushing it. I mean, he I I think he was really getting off on the the bad vibes and and the trash talk. I mean, really. Oh, he I, was. I think he's I mean, he's fueled by this and 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 man, look, God bless him. Uh, there was some weird stuff going on earlier this week and yesterday, uh even today where I, I'm not sure if he's hinting that this is his last season. Uh, you, you heard the stuff about this. Well, that's what he was saying. You know, oh well, last season in Chicago, Green Bay. Well, m- maybe so. I don't know if he's retiring or or just leaving Green Bay. But I don't know. He said some weird things about the. It didn't feel like my last time in Chicago uh, in Soldier Field or where. I don't. I, I don't understand. Might wear black and gold. Weird. Uh, no, we have Taysom Hill for that. What are you talking about? Shut your pie oh, hole. Jesus Christ! You got to be kidding. Tay Tay. I mean, I don't know. I don't think they taste playing this week, so I don't know what I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna be able to text you trains falling into yes, rivers. Yes, he will. He's had he's had two weeks to recover. You know, and it, he he's been laying his his beautiful head on on soft pillows made of warm wishes and clouds and angels tears. Okay. Oh my God. He's I, fine. He's not fine. The dude got his bell shellacked. It's okay. It's okay. He's fine. He's he's a player, man. He's gonna fight back from it. It's okay. Right. Back to A Rod. Where were um, we? Yeah, A Rod. <laughs> Green Bay. I'm thinking uh, Green Bay. I, you know, you talk about you took Green Bay. I, I think that you know he cared last week and gave him the discount double check. He owns Cleveland. I don't think he cares that much about the Washington football team. And I think Green Bay's gonna win, but I think this can be one of those weird games. Look, Coach Ron Rivera. I'm not a fan because he coached Carolina, so it's not like I can yeah. root for, for the guy. I mean, I don't have anything against him, I guess, but I think some, the football team is going to come out, and it's not because I happen to be wearing maroon, which people can't see right now, but uh, <laughs> I think that uh, the football team's going to have a little fight in him. I think it's going to be a lot closer. People are going to be sweating it out. I think it's going to be within that nine and a half oh. frame. I'm thinking hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold the phone, Derry. Look, I just I just got an update. Tyler McLaurin uh, went from healthy to questionable. Terry McLaurin. Oh, Terry McLaurin. Whatever. You know what I'm saying. 
whatever. McLaurin. He's, it, he's it, I, I have him on my, on my fantasy team. Me too. You know, he's freaking been, been crushing it. Him and CeeDee Lamb this week. He didn't man. crush Holy it last Mary, week. Mother of God. No, but I mean, look. Uh, he didn't crush it against he's, the Saints he's questionable. Whatever, Jim. Shut up. I'm just telling I'm just you. Saying. I'm just saying that he's 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 questionable now. So I'm still that, taking that's the like football. the only weapon Heineke has is five will get it's you the only weapon. Five will get you 186. Uh, pick number three. Wait, what did you, you pick? Are you are you? I told you, I took the football team. Okay. Oh, oh okay. Look at that. Okay, okay so uh, we, I was talking over you. Sorry. Yeah, we differ. Yeah, I know. You usually do, just like in the old days when you had control <laughs> of the mic. Now I have control of the mic, and you're still talking over me. Doesn't matter. That's why I bring you on the show. What's next? (laughs) Pick number three, your second favorite team. The Hotlanta Falcons are given two and a half (laughs) in Miami. Dolphins uh, lost to the, the, boy, you know, the The Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars, who, I mean, maybe the best team in football uh, with the best coach in They were football. the best team in London. <laughs> they were the best the team in London over the weekend. Best team ever to play in London with the best coach ever to coach in London, Urban Meyer. You know, I, I wrote my NFL picks column this week. He, that dude called me. He said uh, his wife won't talk to him. He doesn't. His players don't won't listen to him, so he has nobody else to talk to, so he called me. You got to go read that and, NFL picks column. He, and he, and what, what did you tell him? Did you hang up on him? I did. Click. I mean, I clicked him. <laughs> I did. Told the dude to lose my number last week. He called me back anyway. Um, Atlanta Holy minus man, he's lonely. Minus two and a half at Miami. What say you? Miami, simply because I despise Atlanta and everything that that comes from Atlanta, except Coca Cola. That's why um, I put this game on here. <laughs> uh, look, I've been liking Tua. I've been liking Tua as of late. I mean, uh, Tua's, you know, uh, man. I don't know. I don't know if he's Tua went to Alabama. I know, but I don't hold that against players. Just Nick Saban, okay? I don't so hold that against you, the players. You're okay with Matt Ryan? No, because he's for Atlanta, and I don't give a rat's patootie about anybody in Atlanta. And and that whole Matty Ice thing, and then they put him in commercials. Cut it out, Todd. Just cut it out. Uh, but Miami, simply because uh, even though they lost against Jacksonville, dude, that was a good game. That was a really fun game over there yeah. across the pond, man. Uh, but I like what I saw out of them, even though they, they lost to Jacksonville. I don't know. I mean, Atlanta sucks. Uh, they, they, they get all these pieces, and they can never do anything with them. I mean, I, I, they, they beat the Jets. What, 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 you, you threw a party because you beat one of the worst teams up in New York? I mean, and that's saying something with the Giants up there right now. Do you no, hold I'm it, taking do you, Miami. Do you hold it against the Braves, too? Your hatred towards Atlanta? Uh, yeah, pretty much, because I'm a Cubs fan, too. So, you know, bleep them. Bleep them right well, in the bleep I, hole. I, I know, but the Cubs aren't playing right now. So, Atlanta against I don't, the Dodgers. I, I'm, I'm, I'm cheering for the Cubs in the World Series, okay? Cubs in the series. They're you not in the live, series. I don't care. I'm cheering for the Cubs. You got to live in the now, man. They haven't been. That was, nope. that was uh, five years ago. I don't care. Shut up. Miami. Who are you? All right. Well, I, I don't take teams based on whether <laughs> I dislike them or like them. And in this case, I think Atlanta's way better than Miami. Miami coming back from London. And the NFL schedule gods obviously don't like Atlanta very much. I mean, Miami very much. They're making them play. Yeah. Usually get a buy when you come back from London, but not these Dolphins. They got to go from El Stinko and they got to play Atlanta 
who is coming off a of bio and um, e i e i o Falcons minus two and a half versus the Dolphins. Moving on. Well, enjoy your loss. Pick four. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, who are playing pretty good football, which is hard to believe because the Cincinnati Bengals rarely play good football. I think the last time they played good football, Boomer Esiason was playing for the Bengals, and they were in Super Bowl, <laughs> what, 24 or whatever, or 22 against. What about the, the Red Niners. Rocket, Andy Dalton? Come on. I, I mean, what do you think I think of when I think of Red Rocket? Uh, South Park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Red Rocket, Red Rocket, Red Rocket, Red Rocket. Uh, okay, gonna, don't worry. So who are you going with? Um, Cincinnati getting is getting six from the. I don't know what the hell they are, Baltimore Ravens. Um. Well, they're five and one. Uh, whether or not they deserve that is a completely different story. Uh, but you you're giving Cincinnati six points with Joe Burrow and old Butterfingers Jamar Chase as of late. Uh, I'm still taking Joe Burrow simply because LSU. That that's it. That's it. It's, it's the it's the 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 Northern Bengals instead of the Bayou Bengals. I'm taking them. I don't, Baltimore, whatever. Baltimore. Eh, they, they've gotten too lucky too many times this season. I, I think Burrow's going to put a shellacking on these guys. Give them six points. They're going to win outright anyway. I've decided to use the Dave DeCorbier method of picking teams in this game. It's almost Halloween. The Bengals wear orange and black. Uh, they look kind of like pumpkins. They look a lot like pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns. And uh, jack-o'-lantern Burrow, I think, is going to find a way. I think they're going to win straight up. I'm not I'm not making that my pick because I want the six points. I don't look to give to us in the mm-hmm. mouth. But I am uh, – Conductor Dave method says to take Cincinnati here because they wear orange and black. That is that is brilliant, Jim Derry, and I am completely support your – I completely support your choice in this decision. You're I didn't even think of that, so I'm mostly jealous. If you're 14 to 10, there's no denying it any longer. All right. Moving on to pick number five. The in the five will get you 274 segment. The Tennessee Titans coming off that huge win. Man, we were choo-chooing all over the place Monday oh, night. Yeah, were we? Uh they the Tennessee Oilers are getting five and a half at home for the second straight week. They're giving the Oilers five and a half points this time against the vaunted. Patrick Mahomes led Kansas City Chiefs. What's up with Mahomes as of late? I mean, good Lord. I mean, he just makes that the whole come on man segment. You know, it's just the, the Pat Mahomes come on man segment. I mean, just throwing these weird ducks. He he did he he almost looked like vintage Drew Brees when 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 his shoulder Watch and his everything else was hurt. What? What you talking about? Watch what? it. Don't what? don't be this. This is not a diss and Drew Brees show. Whatever. What? Are you, are, what? You got a contract with the NBC now? Shut your pie hole. Come on. Look. Look. Hair plugs <laughs> Drew Brees for made everyone. terrible decisions. He threw to an offensive lineman one time because he's just like, okay, they suck. And that's what Pat Mahomes is doing. Just throwing up ducks like ah, and talking like Donald Duck. I digress. Um, I don't know what is going on with him. Uh, I, it's, but then, but then he drops dimes. I mean, it's just like, oh my god. Uh, but I'm going to stay on this Oilers train simply because I don't know. I, I have nothing to back it up. Mahomes is acting like a crazy person. Uh, but Tennessee, I mean, Derek Henry's just going to steamroll people. And Kansas City's defense, even though I have them in my fantasy teams, why uh, they get gar because they get garbage points, but. 
This is the reason, though, they're going to lose is because Derrick Henry's going to steamroll their butts because they just cannot stop at the point of attack on the O-line. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Oilers again, even with the five points. Uh, yeah, so, no, I, I think I think Tennessee's going to win outright. You watch it. Take it to the bank, baby. Okay, this isn't color scheme related, but Derrick Henry's pretty scary. He could be a goblin he is. if he wanted to. I mean, it's terrifying. I mean, I wouldn't want to mess with that dude, especially. You're... Did you see that that dude kind of like crumble when he likes running at him? He's all by himself <laughs> in the middle of the field, yeah. and he goes, "Yes, oh bleep!" Derrick Henry's coming <laughs> right at me, and I'm all by myself. He just kind of ducked. <laughs> <and let him laughs> Looks like a punter. Oh, don't hit me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Remember Morton Anderson trying to tackle back in the day. Oh, good lord! But on was hair, Philip Rivers one time, or I forgot, I forgot what he. I, think, I, I don't know. It was it was Rogers, uh punter who did, took a cheap shot on a Ravens player, and for the rest of the game, he kept ducking and diving because he he knew they were going to give him some payback. Oh yeah, I mean that's kind of how any defender is against Derrick Henry. So he's so scary. I'm going to take the Titans here, but unlike last week when I not only predicted them to win straight up and. Beat Buffalo. Of course, I didn't expect Buffalo to not get a fourth and two inches from the three-yard line. Um, Nuts, huh? That was insane. But I'll take. I'm not look again. I don't look good horses in the mouth. I'll take them anyway. I think Kansas City wins the game, but I think Tennessee covers. So I'm with you on the Derrick Henry train. Choo choo. Well, there's two options. Kansas City's either going to totally demolish them and light up the scoreboard with 40 points. Uh, or it's it's or Tennessee's going to win because I, oh. I I think the only way Kansas City wins is if their offense just goes lights out. That's the only way KC wins. I think Tennessee can hold them though. You got a point. I mean, it could it could be that. I mean, it could be either a blowout or a Tennessee win. I don't know, but I'm still yeah. taking Tennessee in the points. Um, on this hair plug Friday, so <laughs> we're giving out hair plugs to the. Somebody Wait, goes six we're talking and about 0. Drew Brees again? Are we yeah, talking I mean, about Drew Brees yeah, again? If you go 6-0 and 0 <laughs> this week, if somebody goes 6-0, and 0, they're getting free hair plugs, courtesy of the Datitude podcast. Um, of course, we can't afford that, so you only get one hair plug. You so. <laughs> get one. one. Just one rib. I want one rib. <laughs> one plug. You get one plug, one corn, one grit. Um, all that's courtesy of uh, Datitude podcast. All right, we got to do our lanyard pick since we finished the five. We'll get you a 374 segment. Um, I've already marked it down. The Saints are traveling to Seattle to play Pete Carroll and the Seattle Sea Bags um, <laughs> Monday night. It is going to be Geno Smith and not Russell Wilson. So instead of the Saints being underdogs by probably a point and a half or two points, they are a given five to the Sea Bags. So, look, I, it was crazy. Why, why is Russell Wilson taking the field for the coin flip in overtime? It's like you're on IR, punk. Sit your ass down on the bench. Let Gito go out there. He's the quarterback. I, man, boy, Russ, he's like, that, he's like that helicopter mom. He just can't let go. You know, let, let the team move out the nest. They're Seahawks. Let them move out the nest. No, you didn't uh, see the but, whole game. Pete Carroll was, like, asking him what to do. Oh, well, yeah. Pete Carroll th- – th- Pete, man, is Pete there Carroll a worse in-game like, coach in the NFL in-game than Pete? No. And, and he can he rally the troops. looks like, like, he, yeah. well, he's always, like, giddy. Like, like for, for no reason. He's always like, exactly. yeah. He's like Con Julio. He's the great Con Julio. I mean, he's Come always with your pants down. 
yeah, peak. That dude. That dude needs like some sedatives, then, man. Uh, but it's yeah, without Russell Wilson um, and, and the Saints coming off that win after a bye week, I forgot what our stats are. Uh, uh, when you when we get a win coming off of a bye week, I know it's pretty high, like in the ninety percentile. Um, I don't think so. It's yeah, I, I think it is. I think you are incorrect. I'll, I'll, don't ninety percentile. Cool damn it. Oh, you you, yeah. you don't mean ninety percent. You mean they're in the ninety percentile, like when you take a leap test. Oh my God! Shut your pie hole. Good lord. <laughs> I'm just trying right. to figure uh, out what the hell you're talking about. They their their win percentage after a buy. Uh, Google, come on, Google, don't fail me now. <laughs> He's Googling during a live show. I am. You damn right, I am. Saints record coming off of a buy. Uh, I guess I should have looked this up for my picks. Dang it! But I can tell uh, you that shoot. that team's coming off of a buy over the last seven, eight years. It's pretty close to five hundred. So, Dang it! They're seventeen and fourteen. I was wrong. Yeah. That's that's in the ninety percentile. Oh well. So much for oh, that. Oh God. Yeah, so much for that. that a seven and eleven all-time record on the road after a bye week. Oh, it ain't looking good for the home That's team. Pretty good. But you know what? I don't care about the stats. I'm picking the Saints. No, I'm shocker. <laughs> um, look, I don't like this. I mean, I, I just don't like this spot. I talked about it with Mike Dettelier on Wednesday. This is not a great. This is just. I'm gonna tell you why it's a bad spot. Even coming off a bye, and they're getting more healthy. And the Seabags don't have Russell Wilson and who else they might not have. Tampa Bay's coming in here the following Sunday. And if you think they spent all week working on Seattle, you're out in your mind. First off, they had a week off. They went out and ate bonbons and played golf and whatever the hell they do on their bye week. But I don't like the fact that they probably spent half their practices this week working on Tampa Bay. And for good reason, I get it. But to go out to... To go out to Seattle with the 12th man, I hate that place. Um, yeah, you know, it's it, awful. It, it scares me. I mean, I think the Saints will find a way to win. Um, but I don't think they We won with Teddy B. We won with Teddy Bridgewater. I just don't think they cover the five points. I, and I hope they come out, don't come out flat because they could get their asses hand to them, really, if they do. They could. If they're just it's focusing if they're only focusing on Tampa Bay, I mean, we've seen some weird things happen in Seattle throughout watching this team. And uh, I just, the Saints don't generally play there very well. Teddy B did, but that was that was a rarity. Uh, I, so. I, look, I, honestly, and, and all joking aside, though, I think our secondary is going to pick Geno apart. I think I think our, 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 our DBs are just going to just pick Geno Smith alive. Just I gonna, think there's a good chance of that. I agree with that. Yeah. But that's why I think if it comes down to the end, and the Saints have a lead, and, you know, normally if the Saints have a lead and Russell Wilson's driving them down the field to win the game, you don't feel good about Be it. afraid. Yeah, right. You feel Be a lot afraid. better about it than with Geno Smith driving down the field, although he was able to do okay against, what was it, the Rams a couple of weeks ago? They ended up losing the game. but Yeah, well, he, yeah, they ended up losing a game on a, on a pick from him. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then mm-hmm. last week they uh, they – they choked right in overtime, and he had a chance to win. Then he fumbled the football on his own 
twenty something. Hey, so. look, yeah, the, the the guy has the chops to be somebody, but uh, you know, but there's a reason he's a backup. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it's I, I don't know if it's the football gods or whatever. You know, sometimes those positions when you come in, that's what separates the wheat that the chafe the wheat from the chafe or whatever the heck that stupid farming analogy is, where. You know, if, if, if the fumble bounces on the ground and comes back to your hands, that means you are a chosen one like an Aaron Rodgers Tom or Brady. a Drew Brees. Or That's what I was going to say, shut up. Stop saying his name. Tom Brady. Tom it Brady. It's like I mean, Beetlejuice. It, it is. <laughs> no, stop it. Tom gave me the studio. Call the goat all you want, but that is the – and I look, I take nothing away from what he's been able to do with his rings. But anyone who doesn't think that that's the lucky – not the luckiest dude who's ever touched a pigskin in his entire life, is, yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Luckiest no, you know, and it's just, I mean, that entire seasons are won and lost on just lucky bounces sometimes. I mean, it's just, it, it, that's just, that's football. It's why we play the game. It's why we love the damn game so much. We're going to start uh, calling this Luck Box Friday. Luck Box Friday. <laughs> Instead, of, we've now gone from Five Star Friday to Hair Plug Friday to Luck Box Friday. I like it. <laughs> luck box. I don't know that 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 could be dangerous. Let's uh let's let's stay away from four letter words. Oh, good idea. You're right. <laughs> you definitely could mess up that L. Uh huh. I call it Suck Box Friday. <laughs> that's even better. Wait, no, let's do that one. That one's good. <laughs> Suck Box Friday. <laughs> Let it be written, let it be said. Suckbox Friday. And on that note, we will end this segment. Tell the people what's going on with the week and geek and how excited you are, Conductor Dave. I am, and, and I'm telling you, man, Tay-Tay, he's coming back this weekend. But on the Week and Geek, Sunday nights at 7 o'clock on News Talk, 99.5 WRNO. Uh, this weekend, I've got Deborah Voorhees from uh, the, the Friday the 13th franchise. D, she's a director of this new movie called 13th Fanboy, and it's got D. Wallace in it from Cujo, uh, Critters, E.T., the mom from E.T. And then uh, Corey freaking Feldman is in this movie, too. And uh, we just started talking about uh, her new movie. It's out now in on demand in theaters. So that'll be 7 o'clock uh, Sunday night on WRNO. You can follow us on Twitter at Twig Radio on the Instagrams, The Week and Geek, like us on Facebook. I'm on Twitter at Producer D2. And, uh, of course, you can hear it wherever podcasts are freely given away because I wouldn't charge a soul for my show because that's just awful. So wherever podcasts are freely given away, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, I even have a YouTube channel for some weird reason, The Week in Geek. There you go, J.D. I got to ask, is she related to Lark Voorhees from Saved by the Bell? I had a crush on that chick. Oh, my God. I didn't even think to ask. No, she doesn't have any kids. She has no kids. Well, how old is she? She's like 60. She's like 60. I mean, well, Lark Voorhees is like almost 20. 50. Well, it's, well, no, she's like Maybe 40 now, I would think. No, she's well over I don't know. 40. In fact, here it is right here. She's 47. Uh, they could be sisters. Oh, they could be sisters. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't go digging into her genealogy. But, you should. You know, I mean, you get these guests know? on, you got to ask them about themselves. Wait, wait, wait. And you know what's really creepy? And, and boy, we're going way off topic here. She did some, some nude scenes in, you know, Friday the 13th, uh, part five, the, the new Th beginning. This is a family but she's 60. Podcast. I know. So I'm not going to ask her about that. But I, part of me thought about it. But how, how do you couch that question? So talk to me about your nude <laughs> scenes 25, 30, 45 years ago. 
Look, I ride in Debian, <laughs> and you wouldn't you wouldn't want to know the things I see up there. Oh God! <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth a bit. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're going to end this segment. Uh, thank you, sir. We will check our picks and be back at it next Friday with a Halloween edition of Suckbox Friday. <laughs> Suckbox Friday. Let's do it. Woo! Tay tay toot toot. See you next week. I mean, can you really beat Suckbox Friday? I mean, nobody has Suckbox Friday. It's happening. It's going to happen. Five-star Friday. If we stink, going forward, we're renaming this show on Fridays, Suckbox Friday. It's coming. Well, speaking of Suckboxes, let's uh, get into our new segment with Uncle Big Nick. Um, completely transparent on this show. One thing you will never get from us is we're not going to be like some of these other shows where they don't tell you what their record is. Uh, they don't talk about what they did last week. They just go right into it. They might say, oh, yeah, we weren't that great last week. But they don't tell you their record. Us here on Five Star Suckbox Friday, we will tell you if we're good, we're going to brag about it. If we stink, we're going to tell you we stunk. Stink, stank, stunk. And the debut of Uncle Big Nick was supposed to happen last week, and we stink, stank, stunk. But it wasn't on, and it had nothing to do with the fact that we weren't any good. Because obviously when I didn't run it Friday, I didn't know we weren't going to be good. It had to do with some things outside of our control. I had a, just a crazy work day of things that were going on from stuff that had happened Thursday. So I just never got to... I wasn't able to put the show up. So, but we record, We had recorded a segment, and we made picks, and they weren't very good. And we'll talk about them here. But I want to introduce the, the new man who has a lot of datitude. Let's talk to him, Uncle Big Nick. I mean, the girl wants to make some picks. I mean, might as well. Uncle Big Nick, welcome to the Datitude Podcast. Your first ever appearance. It was supposed to be last week. Things got a little hairy. It's going to happen this week. Little Lucy wants some big picks. I mean, she's not too young, huh? No, not in my household. I you mean, start them off young. <laughs> exactly. You know. You know. Even the, even the little girls want the candy. It's almost Halloween. SVP's got Stanford Steve, and I got you and Conductor Dave. I feel like I got screwed in this deal. Yeah, you probably did. So and you the got way- two people, and he's got one. Yeah, exactly. Um, the way this is going to work for those out there listening to Five Star Friday is each Friday, Uncle Big Nick and I are going to pick, and it could be College football, it could be the NFL. Eventually, we're going to expand to other sports since Uncle Big Nick is a huge golf dude, and he's, like, winning money hands over fist in golf. But for right now, we're going to, we're going to make it a little different, too. We're going to do our five-star pick. So you get five points for your five-star pick all the way down to one star, uh, one point for your one-star pick, okay? And it can be anything you want out of those. But you have to pick a teaser, which is – you get six points in your favor, but you got to pick two 
And you got to get them both right to win. If you push on one, it's a loss. If you get a push, no, if you get a push and a loss, it's a push. But you won't get any points. So for our sake, it's a loss. But in the betting world, in a teaser, if you get a push and a win, it's a it's it's a push. Now that I've confused everybody. So you got to take a teaser and you can put them in any order you want. You got to take a favorite, you got to take an underdog, you got to take a parlay, which is picking two and getting them both right. And we're going to do this, Nick. I didn't tell you this, but we're going to do this. If you get your parlay right, you get double, okay? So if you get do you get your parlay right, since parlay is basically a double anyway, or it's actually more than a double, but you're going to get double your points to get your parlay right. And then finally, we're going to do an off-road pick, which means it's something weird. It could be a team total. It can be a... Uh, a first-half pick, it can be a prop bet. You think that Tom Brady's going to rush for, say, is over under six yards. We're going to find these things out. And so we're going to do it a little bit different than other people do it, just so we make it as entertaining as possible. And we all know um, that this show needs as much entertainment value as we possibly get because the needle is as low as it can get right now. <laughs> What do you think the last time Tom Brady's prop for rushing yards was six? Well, last week it was 1.5. Was it really? And did he get over? Last week it was 1.5. He got two yards on a rush. <laughs> then he lost two yards on a knee, on the two kneel downs. Wind up getting uh, 0.5. So if you had the over, you lost. That's pretty messed up. You know, that kneel downs count. <laughs> yeah. I know when I'm counting stats, look, when I'm doing my high school games and, and, uh, and I'm picking and I've got to do the stats, it hurts me to give the quarterback a minus, especially if they're in a the pistol. Because some of these teams do, they can't do anything under center. So they'll do it in the pistol. They go to kneel down and the kid gets a minus five rushing yard. Yeah, that's crazy. So you should be penalized for that. So what you don't know about Uncle Nick is Big Nick is that we're both from the West Bank. So if we talk a little funny to some of you people out there, it's because we're yats through and through and we like to drink beer at certain times and tailgate and eat a lot. So we have that in common. Yeah, yeah. What we don't have You've in common. You've been doing it a lot longer than me. What eating? Yeah. I well, I probably older than me. Yeah, I was probably drinking beer when you were like one or two years old. So yeah, I guess I've been drinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, now let's tell everybody before we get into the picks. I want people to really dislike you right off the bat, um, so they can root for me. So they can root for me in these picks. And uh, people that don't know Uncle Big Nick, some of the people listening to this show because we actually know a few people, and a lot of them listen to Datitude. But for those of you who don't know Uncle Big Nick, Uncle Big Nick hates the Saints, y'all. He is anything but a hoot at, and he's a San Francisco 49ers fan. And I want you to tell him how the hell that happened. Real quick, by the way. Well, I'll try to do it quick. In 1988, I was eight years old, loved John Elway and the Broncos. Okay, so my dad takes me to go see John Elway and the Broncos in the Dome. Saints went 42 to nothing. I started hating the Broncos because they can't beat the Saints. So I get home, use my dad's brain a little bit, like, Dad, I don't like the Saints. Who could I cheer for that always beats the Saints? Dad says San Francisco. He said, if you cheer for San Francisco, they're in the same division. I'll take you to see them once a year. So, of course, that's where this started. Wow. 
I mean, I could have said I didn't like my dad didn't. I don't think my dad took me once a year. I didn't start going a lot until, um, well, I started going a lot when my friend, one of my, my best friend at the time, his dad had three season tickets and his mom said, I don't want to go. Just take Jimmy. So when I was like 14, I started going every week. But the funny part is, my dad would take me like once every other year. I should have just The funny part is, you know, the, the starter windsuits they used to sell back in the 80s. Oh, yeah. I wore the San, Fran- the San Francisco one. My mom still has it to this day. That I wore that to almost every game. Did it fit? <laughs> no, it don't fit. It don't fit <laughs> on my leg. <laughs> uh, okay, so it, here's the bet. If you lose these picks throughout the course of the season, we'll set up, we'll call it the end of January. Um, you got to try to put that a thing on and we're going to put it online somewhere. Okay. No, don't, I'm not doing a bet where I got to wear Saints gear because you'll never. No, no, no. You don't have to wear Saints gear. You just got to try to put that. As long as I ain't got to do that, I don't care. You got to try to put that started. (laughs) What about a Saints Speedo? No, ain't happening. That'll really kill this show. Let's get into the pick. (laughs) Um, So I told everybody we're going to be totally transparent. And we did a show last week. We just didn't air it. And the, it has nothing to do with how bad the picks were. Honestly, I'm be transparent. It has to do with I had an incident in my prep game that I called Thursday night. And Friday night was an Friday a entire day from the time I woke up until the time I went to sleep was a cluster, you know what. And so I never got a chance to put the show together. And I apologized about it on Monday. So... To be transparent, we made picks last week. And to show you how good this segment is and how much money you can make by picking against us, I was two and three and got eight points. And Uncle Big Nick was 0 and 5 and got zero points. So to be transparent, that's where we start. Um, But in Uncle Big Nick's defense, one of his picks was Florida minus 11 and a half over LSU. And besides me and I think Jeff Duncan, who's the eternal optimist. I think everybody and their grandma who makes fruitcakes every December was picking Florida to beat the heck out of LSU, right? Right. Well, let's be really transparent. I had had Georgia, too. Kentucky scored that BS CD with two seconds left. Yes. Also had New England, and we know how that turned out. Yeah, you got very unlucky last week. It was, yeah. I also had New England as my two-star pick. You had it as your five, four-star pick. So uh, things didn't work out real well. Let's start off, and we're going to start from the bottom. So your one-star pick this week is your teaser. Um, right. And I, and I know how much you hate teasers, but I'm making you do one. That's anyway. why it's my one-star. I know. So <laughs> your one-star pick is your teaser, and you went into the NFL. So Nick is way better at college games, but he's taken a teaser in, the, in, the, in pro football, which means he must love it. Packers minus one and a half over the Washington football team and Tampa Bay minus six and a half over Chicago. By the way, Nick, we're using lines from Caesar Sportsbook because they sponsor everything we do here at NOLA.com. So the numbers you sent me may be just a tinge off from yeah, what yeah. we actually go with. All right, so Packers minus one and a half over the football team in Tampa Bay minus six and a half over Chicago, which I absolutely love, by the way. That is, that is not in, in my picks anywhere, but I, uh, I love that pick. Actually, it is in my picks. I take it back. Go ahead. Talk about it. Well, 
I hate teasers because they seem too easy. It seems like you would always win them, but I always lose them. I, I just, I don't know. I, I like Washington plus the eight, but I like the Packers minus the one, if that makes sense. I, I don't I don't know the Packers. I don't know if they overrated or not. I think this, yeah. I think this is a game where they could certainly come out flat. I like that teaser, actually. Um, and I, the Packers I, haven't had a flat spot all year. If you think about it, they came well, out the first week. week. That wasn't one. flat. That well, week one, I mean, they were flat. That wasn't flat. They were but buried. Yeah. And you would think that, you know, week one, you'd be high and mighty, but that wasn't because of Aaron Rodgers. BS. So what you're saying, Aaron Rodgers is not going to own the football team. No, they're not, he's not going to own. He does own the Bears, though. <laughs> Although, poor Dom. Our friend Dom. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers, but a lot of teams own the Bears, so it is what it is. My one-star pick is my parlay. Um, I'm not a big fan of parlays. I don't play them that often. So, hence, it's probably going to be in this spot. If I win it, I get two points. Um, even though that's the case, I still put it as my one-star. I got the Lions plus 15 over the Rams and the Bengals plus six over the Ravens. Um, I try to keep out. I save my best picks. I don't want to put my pick in the parlay and, and have it double. So, if I lose it, I get hosed twice. So... The Lions here, that's too many points. Jared Goff is going to play his best game. I mean, wouldn't you be surprised if Jared Goff doesn't, as, as mediocre or worse than mediocre as he is, wouldn't you be surprised if Jared Goff doesn't at least kind of play well against the Rams? Yeah, he's, if he's going to have a good game, it's got to be this one, especially the head coach called him out last week saying yeah. he's got to play better. He wasn't crying this week, at least, the head coach, <laughs> but, I mean, he, he did call him out. Oh, man, the coach is crying. I mean, get over yourself. Bang, and the other half of my parlay is Bengals plus six over the Ravens. I don't know what you think about this, Nick, but the Ravens are like a yo-yo. Even though they're five and one, um, they like every third week they play really, really well and then shock us and, like, and people start jumping on their bandwagon again. So I'm not saying they're not going to win. I think Cincinnati, but I, I think Cincinnati will win. I wouldn't bet the money line here. But to me... The Bengals. If we had six picks, Cincinnati money line was going to be my sixth pick. I mean, they're getting completely underrated. I mean, and look, so what if we're Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase homers? I mean, that has nothing to do yeah. with it. Their, their, their offense gets completely over underrated. It's not like they don't have a running game. They got Joe Mixon, and their defense has played pretty well. Right. I, I don't get it either. They didn't get blown out at all. I mean, they, they beat Minnesota, right? Yeah. yeah. Minnesota missed that field goal. Yeah. They could have beat Green Bay if they kicker could kick. Yeah, really. He, he missed two. And guess who my starting kicker is this week in fantasy because uh, Tyler Bass is off. So, who knows? Oh. Maybe maybe he'll tumble. Your $10 kicker. My, yeah. My $10 kicker is rolling, baby. Tyler Bass. Let's <laughs> go to the two stars. Your two-star pick is your off-road pick. Again, the off-road pick is something weird. It's either a prop bet or a a total, a team total, or uh, it could be a first half or a second half pick or something's off-road. That's why it's called the off-road pick. And yours is your two-star. You got the Arizona total of under 32 against the Washington Huskies. No, not the Washington Huskies. Oh, you, you took the Cardinals. I th I'm just so used to you picking. Yeah. Okay, all right. You messed yeah, me up there. The, yeah, wait, the, the, total, the total is 32 against... Now, see, you messed me up, man. Look it up. 
The yeah. to- they think the Cardinals are going to score 32 point minutes. It's a great pick. I don't know why it's your two star. Yeah. Well, because they could score. I mean, you've seen them score. I just think this is going to be a low spot for them because of playing Green Bay next week. I think they play on Thursday night, too. So yeah. they got to be looking over Houston. I agree. You know, they just want to get in there, get a win, get out. Okay. They're not looking for margin or anything like that. Well, I agree with you then. I think that's a great pick. I think Arizona, um, and here's another reason why it's a great pick, why Arizona's going to do terrible. I have three knockout picks left, and I used all three on Arizona this week. So, oh, Lord. So I never do that. I do it about one. I say never. I would do it about once every three years, um, and here's where I did it. So bye-bye, Jim Derry in the knockout pool. Great pick, Arizona total on the 32. Look up that team total. I know. I, I think it was 32. It might have been 31. Okay, but I'll, I will look it up. Put it down for good. And and just coincidentally, my two-star pick is my underdog pick, and I've got the Houston Texans getting 17 and a half from Arizona. So the scary that we're thinking alike here, which means that Arizona is going to win 50 to nothing, um, which actually wouldn't upset me because my knockout picks would move on. I won't have to sweat it, but. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think Arizona. I mean, I'll take a thirty to nothing. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, you take a thirty to nothing. I'll take a, <laughs> I'll take a sixteen to nothing. How about that? A seventeen to nothing. How about that? Um, I don't think uh, Houston's bad. Okay, we know they're bad, but seventeen and a half points in the NFL. You see that about once. You don't see it more than once a year. You see it maybe once every other year. In fact, Zach told me he said he thinks it's in the top ten of all time largest spreads in a regular season. I don't know that that's true. I'd have to look that up. So don't quote me on that. But um, I just don't think, look, I think Arizona's 6-0 for a reason. They're really good. Kyler Murray's really good. They made Cleveland look terrible last week. Cleveland's banged up. But Houston, I don't think, I don't think they're atrocious. And I certainly don't think they're atrocious on defense. So I think it'll be within the 17 points. So uh, hence my two stars. Yeah, I just... I think Arizona's just going in, workmanlike, just get the win, get out of there with no injuries. Done. Done. I like look to it. Green Bay next week. Well, let's look to the three-star pick this week, and you pick your parlay. So you get six points if you win this one. Uh, your parlay yeah, is I'm, the Hawaii you Rainbow. You know me. I'm going for the gusto. Yeah, you like going for the gusto. They, that, that's why they call you Degenerate Nick. It really, we should call him Degenerate Nick, not Uncle Big Nick. But Hawaii minus 18.5 over New Mexico. Combined with uh, Texas San Antonio is given six and a half to one of our in-state teams. You just don't like any in-state team, Louisiana Tech. I think the only in-state <laughs> team you like is LSU, and even this year you probably don't like them. No, I, I don't know. This is a bad week for the Louisiana teams for me because I'm betting against all of them. So yeah, you are. I'm actually not betting against the Saints though, but that's oh. not on my list. Okay, well, I am betting against Saints. Um, so I mean, if you really want degenerate, I mean, I'm betting on Hawaii. That game doesn't kick off till 11 p.m. So you might you be know. awake. You you go to sleep so early. Nick goes to sleep at like 7:30, 8 o'clock, and you might be up before that game's over. Right, I might get up to go pee a couple of times and be able to check a score. But you make jokes about me being do. old. You make jokes about me being old. You'd like to go eat the early bird special with the old folks at at uh, A and G cafeteria. Oh come on, Piccadilly's so much better. You, okay, 
Piccadilly, Morrison's. I don't. Not a, <laughs> Morrison's ain't even there no more. It, it doesn't matter, but they should pick one for you because that, that's what you should do. You and Cindy ought to go eat the early bird specials, and you know, you'd be home by five o'clock. You could tuck yourself in at six and watch Sports Center, the, the six o'clock Sports Center, and go to bed. That's you're about right, especially during the week. Three stars parlay Hawaii minus 18 and a half over New Mexico, UTSA minus six and a half over Louisiana Tech. My three star pick is my off road pick. And uh, I like the Falcons basically cover, uh, just winning straight up in the first half. They're minus a half. So if they're tied at halftime, I'll lose. But um, I think the Dolphins just got screwed. I mean, you come back from London, you're supposed to have a bye week. Miami does not have a bye week, and they got to play Atlanta, which is coming off their bye week. So it's a double screw job. I got to think Miami's going to come out sluggish. And uh, I think Atlanta takes advantage and has a has a lead at halftime. Now, I didn't – I don't love the spread. I still would take Atlanta minus two and a half overall, but – I mean, minus, they've just got to win in the first half, it seems, which is why they call it gambling. But it seems too easy to me. Yes. And I thought you thought the Saints got screwed with their schedule. This is even worse. Oh, that's way worse. I mean, of course, you did yeah. play Jacksonville last week. But you lose to ja- – so not only do you lose to Jacksonville, but then you got to play, come home, fly home, and get ready for a team that hasn't played in two weeks. Sounds fair to me. They'd definitely be sleepwalking the second half, yeah. I mean, the first half. Yeah, I mean, and then you and I have both had the same four-star pick. We both used our favorite pick. I'm not sure why we both didn't take it with our five-star pick. And it really makes me nervous that you and I don't agree really more than probably 30, 40% of the time when it comes to betting. Uh, but I lean on you for college. And because, it hardly ever comes out look, good. Yeah, no, I mean, I lean on you for college because you're right way more than me in college, and I'm right way more than you in the NFL. And so now we're agreeing on both college and NFL, which means this week is going to be really crappy. But, which is good news for yeah, LSU fans. You did worse than last week. Well, what? Oh, you did no worse than last week. We're about picks. Uh, it can't be no worse. You're right. It can't be. But that being said, LSU fans should rejoice because both of our four-star picks are Ole Miss beating the ever-loving dog do out of the LSU Tigers because neither one of us think that LSU can stop Matt Corral and I don't care if he's questionable he's playing and I don't care if their fourth string quarterback plays LSU can't stop Ole Miss want to do a side bet sure which one you, you think you, Ole you Miss need to is beg me to do a side bet it, well, is Ole Miss going to put up more or less points than they put up against Tulane that was like 60 something 61. Okay. I think they will, but I don't want to bet it. I'll tell you what. I will do. I will make this bet. How about this for a side bet? You'll take this bet. I will bet you. I'll take any bet. You, you will take any bet. You will take any bet. I'm going to and I know you'll take it. So how about we'll decide. We don't want to say it on the air because, I mean, because really, if any law enforcement official is, is listening to this, we're only betting like a cracker or a Barks. Okay, but I will bet you that Ole Miss scores more points against LSU than Alabama scores against LSU. I'll take that. All right, so that's a bet. 
Lock it in. Yeah. Cha-ching. It's a bet. I have Ole Miss. You have Alabama. So whatever Alabama scores, I bet that Alabama scores less against LSU than Ole Miss does. All right, it's a bet. Okay. We're going to wrap up the segment with our five-star pick. You have your underdog here. You've got Northwestern plus 20, 23 and a half over Michigan. Right. I, I, I just like the spot for Northwestern. It's a look-ahead game for Michigan. They got Michigan State next week. And Pat Fitzgerald is an underdog. I mean, Northwestern always plays one of them games every year where they, why is this team even in this game? And it happens. I don't think they're going to win, but I just think Michigan, just like Arizona. Wouldn't it be hilarious though if they did win? Oh, if Michigan loses the Harbaugh. Can you watch Harbaugh's face at the end of that game if they lost to Northwestern? Oh, God, it would be so great. I'd pay for Especially that. Especially since I hate them for leaving the Niners. I'd be willing but, to pay uh, your bet off if Michigan, like, if Michigan lost to Northwestern straight up, I'd, I'd pay whatever it is. That's why... That's... It. That, that's why I was saying earlier on the, uh, at the book show, uh, cashing in with Carville show on, on Thursday, yesterday. I guaranteed that the Braves will win the World Series because I made some timely bets, all of them great times, but the, I bet I ensured the Braves win the World Series because if the Astros, Red Sox, or Dodgers win the World Series, I win significant money. If the Braves win the World Series, I lose them all. So I just need the Braves not to win the World Series. So I guaranteed Braves fans that they will win the World Series. That's wonderful. So you dommed yourself. I dommed myself, actually. And (laughs) y'all will learn what the term domming yourself means as we go along in the show. We have a group called Three Idiots. We're the two of the idiots. And the other idiot couldn't pick a winner. If you gave him a time machine, put him in a DeLorean and went back and let him call his bookie, he'd still lose because he'd screw it up somewhere going back in time. I don't know how we would do it, but he would screw it up. He swears he's he's better than we think he is, but he's really not. He's terrible. Um, my five-star pick is my teaser. I love this teaser this week, which means it's made to fail, but I won both my teasers last week. My teaser this week is my five-star pick, and I like the Patriots – Minus one over the Jets, and then the same one you talked about earlier, Bucks minus six and a half over the Bears. First of all, with the Patriots. I like that. I mean, they basically just got to beat the Jets. They're really ticked off right now. The Jets are not good. And I like your former defensive coordinator, Robert Saleh, who I think is going to be a good coach eventually. But these Jets just don't have talent. I don't know what the hell Zach Morris is, is going to be. Um, Zach Morris or Zach Wilson? I mean, Zach Wilson. I, I mean, you see, age, see what you happens when you get old? Yeah, no, no kidding. Good Zach Morris saved by the bell. <laughs> uh, Zach Wilson. I'm not sure what he's going to be, but I know right now he's not good. And the Patriots defense is really good, and Belichick's proven that he usually does very well against rookie quarterbacks. He didn't necessarily against Davis Mills, but I think the Patriots. Yeah, how did went, that happen? I have no idea. That was a shocker. But I think the Patriots win fairly easily here. And then what do the Bears do best? They run the football run. best on offense. What do the Tampa Bay Can't Bucks you do stuff? <laughs> you cannot run against them, especially no. with some kid named Herbert running the football who was fine last week. 
But and Justin Fields and sorry Dom, who's a Bears fan, Justin Fields is not good. Um, maybe he will be one day. I don't think so. He went to Ohio State, and I, I like to ask this trivia question: Name me the last good Ohio State quarterback. Good question. There isn't one. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, Ohio State fans, but you can write in and tell me who did anything in the NFL. Arch Schleister. I mean, he would have been okay had he not had a gambling problem, but uh, maybe he's listening to the show. I don't know. But <laughs> I think the uh, the Bears might not score more than 10 points this week. And I, yeah, I mean, I- so if they score 10, that means the Bucks only got to score 17. I think that's a that's a done deal. Give me Tom Brady and that every day. <laughs> Definitely. So those are our picks and the debut of Uncle Big Nick. Um, how excited are you to be on the Datitude podcast? Just tell everybody. I, I'm excited that I ain't got to answer the three bad questions at the end. So I mean, that, <laughs> I'm just a guess. So uh, three big questions. Hey, Mike, to tell you, I answered them on Wednesday. Jeff Duncan answered yeah, yeah, them on was- Monday. We're not as special as him. Okay, well, how about if I, I could ask you one big question? What? I mean, how bad has this season been for you so far? Oh, pretty bad. <laughs> uh, see, I knew that already. If it wouldn't well, be for, gotta, if it wouldn't be for golf, though. you might have to take a second mortgage. Yeah, 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 you're right. So, but we're gonna. Thank God for DraftKings fantasy. Exactly, we're gonna win that DraftKings uh, football contest. We we placed in the in the money, and there's a contest where you gotta they gotta finish in the top fifteen percent or something like that. Um, and yeah. you and I do a thing, and we've finished in the top fifteen percent twice out of five five times. We only did it five times, and we didn't do it the first week. So no, yeah. So hey. We uh we're gonna we're gonna win this thing once, or at least we're gonna win some kind of big money eventually. Well, that's what you keep striving, but you can't quit. You got a dream. You got to have a dream. Have a dream. All I right, mean, Uncle I buy Big Nick. tickets every week, so. Yeah, I'm gonna buy them too. And if if I win it, this show's over. I'm just letting you know right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you next week, Uncle Big Nick. Hey, right, man. Not bad for somebody who he's never done any recorded show or anything. He's not, he didn't know he was going to be on a show. I said, let's just start something. We talk a bunch of beep all week long, right? So I think once he feels more comfortable, it'd probably be even better than he is. His picks are usually pretty good. Like I said last week, they weren't great, but uh, let's see what happens this week. And who knows if he has a couple offers, boom, he's booted. No more Uncle Big Nick. Maybe I'm the one that's going to be booted. <laughs> Uncle Big Dick's going to be hosting this show. Jim Derry, you're out of here. You suck. Although it is Suckbox Friday. A couple couple NFL picks I didn't get to before we close out this first five-star Friday. Um, Eagles plus three over the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders had, last, you know, I was wrong about them last week. So maybe I'll be wrong about them again. I mean, I'd be straight up, but. I just think that they had so much going on last week with John Gruden and came out and played a whale of a game without him. But what happens after? 
usually when teams have all this emotion to expend and they they use it to their benefit, which obviously the Raiders did last week, but let's face it, the Broncos are terrible. And I've said as much. They're terrible. I mean, their first three weeks, they were 3-0 and against teams that started out their first three weeks 0-9. So, and I even wrote about it, and I still picked them the last few weeks. I don't know why. And I got lucky last night. I mean, last night when I, when I picked them earlier in the week, they were plus three and a half. So, if you would have bet it last night, you lost. But if you bet it when I told you to bet it, you got lucky like me. So, I'm 1-0 this week. I've had a lot of luck on Thursdays. I'm not going to lie. I've had good, good Thursdays. But... Um, I like Philadelphia. I don't think the Raiders are very good up front on either side of the ball. And the the Eagles have – look, Jalen Hurts is going to need to find a way to be able to throw the ball uh, and not just run them in. So maybe this is the week for that. I don't know. But uh, I also think Miles Sanders is going to have a better week. I think they're going to be able to run the ball a little bit better than they run it. So they're going to need to mix that up, and you can't just count on Jalen Hurts to run it in the end zone. But I do like that, and also we never talked about – now, the, the next two games that I'm going to mention real quick because I'm not going to spend a lot of time on them because it's time to end this show. But I'm not, probably not going to touch either one of these. Niners minus three and a half. I think it's, now it's four uh, over Indianapolis on Sunday night. Um, look, I've, I've talked about how I like Indy, and I really do, but this is not a good spot for them. They're coming off um, – they had a home game last week, but – they had three road games in a row before that. Came home for a week. Now they're going back on the road all the way to the West Coast. I don't like that. Um, they're in a tough spot. They get to go home, and they, I think they have plenty of time at home coming up. So uh, they'll have time to put salve in the wounds. They're not going to win the AFC South anyway. Um, they still have an outside shot at maybe getting, if they can make a little run. I think their schedule gets a lot easier. Uh, maybe they can make a little bit of a run. But it's not going to be here. I think Jimmy G's coming back. I think the Niners will play a lot better. The weather's supposed to be uh, awful. Maybe you take the under. But if you had to pick a side, I like San Francisco in that one. And I didn't mention the Panthers. Uh, they're minus three over the Giants. That's definitely no play. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Those are two very unpredictable teams. The Panthers have been bad uh, because Christian McCaffrey's been out. Although I suspect... I really think Chuba Hubbard's going to have a good week this week. Um, and I don't trust Sam Darnold. Uh, God, what a joke. Sam Darnold. Don't get me into the boy genius, my son, who says, said a week one, keeps talking about how great Sam Darnold is. And then when they were 3-0, and it's chirp, 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 chirp. I don't think he said Sam Darnold anything about him in like three weeks. Chirp, 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 chirp. Yeah, nothing. That is going to wrap it up because I don't want to spend any more talking about the Carolina Panthers. Uh, that is a no play. But if I had to pick a side, I never said who I would pick. I'd take the Panthers minus three. But I'm not that confident, and it's a no play. Going to wrap it up for episode number 12. Man, a dozen episodes in the book. It seems like we just started this with Stan Verrett yesterday and it's been about a month now and it's been great i thank you all so much for being a part of the show and sticking with me especially if you made it through an hour and 31 minutes of this show to this point um and listen to all this stuff 
then you're enjoying what we're doing, and we truly appreciate you. Um, and it's only going to get better from here. But I want to thank Dr. Dave and Uncle Big Nick, and we will see them next Friday. I'm looking forward to my triplet and Pro Football Hall of Fame retiring president, David Baker, next week. Also on Wednesday, I'm sure we'll have one of our reporters uh, from The Advocate, I would hope, uh, to dissect the Saints game versus Seattle and look ahead to Tampa Bay. That's right, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming into the Superdome on Halloween afternoon. That should be an interesting one. Here's your reminder. You can reach me. Email jderry at theadvocate.com or on Twitter at Jim Derry Jr. You can listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcast here, betnote.nola.com, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and Apple. Just search for Datitude. Make sure to subscribe and get notified when our newest episode is up every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Videos on bet.nola.com. Odds and ends with on Mondays with Zach Ewing, Fantasy Roundup, on Tuesdays with Zach and Spencer Urquhart and at the book on Thursdays featuring Cashing In with Carville with Zach, Devin, Jackson, and myself. You guys have another Sunday without Saints football, so you know what? Go down. Go down to Oktoberfest or something this weekend. Maybe take the kids to the pumpkin patch. Is life getting quote-unquote normal again, whatever the hell that means? I sure hope so. Can't wait to talk to y'all again Monday. Have a wonderful weekend. Peace and love, my friends.